Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. Welcome to Podcast 62, everybody. Pastor Luke is not here today, and so I have recruited uh, an amazing, amazing replacement for him. We got a brand new guest on the podcast. Welcome to the CY and YA podcast for the very first time, Kylie. Hello. So for those of you who don't know, Kylie is our incredible Ignited Ministry Academy student this year. And uh, Kylie, why don't you just, why don't you kick this thing off right? Tell tell the audience a little bit about you. Um, Well, I just started doing the IMA about a month ago now, Um, and I mean, it's been a lot of work, but it's been a ton of fun. I've, like, really been enjoying it. Um, yeah, I, so I graduated high school in May and had an amazing summer, was working a lot, um, and then just started the IMA, and yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, yeah, and Kylie, you uh, you started coming to Ignited, our youth ministry here at Cornerstone, a number of years ago, really about five years ago now? Yeah, about five. About five years ago. And then you got saved in the ministry. Yep. Uh, just coming on a Wednesday night, getting on a bus, coming to coming to church on Wednesday. The Lord just started working in your life. Yep. And you just kind of never looked back. Yeah. Been running with the Lord. And so we're going to talk some more about that in a little bit. We got some exciting things to talk about. But before we do that, Kylie, there's something that we've been doing for four weeks. This is going to be our fifth week doing this. Okay. And <clears throat> I got to keep the tradition going. So me and Pastor Luke have been making our picks for the Lions, the oh. Detroit Lions. <clears throat> and uh, so you got you to pick. Are they going to win or are they going to lose this, this week? And I wasn't here a few weeks ago, and Pastor Luke had Jen pick in my place. And uh, praise the Lord, she picked right. Um, she picked what I would have picked as well. And uh, <clears throat> so Pastor Luke is, uh, let's see, he's, uh, he's only picked wrong once so far. I've picked wrong twice. And so this is going to be a big one. Kylie, <laughs> you get to pick in place of Pastor Luke. Are the Detroit Lions going to win or lose this week? Okay, so if you don't know me, I, like, know almost nothing about football. <laughs> um, okay, wait, who are they playing? They, this is great. I'll give you some information <laughs> yeah. so you, you can make a somewhat informed decision. They are playing the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have not won a game yet this year. Okay. And the Detroit Lions uh, are 3-1. They've only... Uh, lost one game so far. And so the Detroit Lions are favored based on the ESPN and sports booking apps. The Detroit Lions are favored to win. Um, <clears throat> going there, I believe it's an away game. They're going down to Carolina to play the Carolina Panthers. So 
in. Here you go. Pastor Luke has not picked the Lions to lose once yet. Oh. <laughs> Every single week he's picked them to lo- to win, um, and he's only been wrong once. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's, like, so difficult. I almost – I feel like I'm obligated to say they're going to win. But, like, if the, if the Carolina Panthers haven't won a game yet – Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, I'm just going to say they're going to win. All right, Kylie's going with it. They're going to win. I'm, I'm going to side with her. I think they're going to win on Sunday. Uh, so we'll see. Pastor Luke, if you're listening, hopefully you uh, agree with Kylie. Hopefully you think she made the right pick. If not, well, too bad. You're on vacation, and she's the one sitting in the chair, not you. So. Yes, I'm going to say. <laughs> so that's uh, that's. That's it. We've been doing that now, Kylie. So you 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 did say you're not a big you're not a big you know you're not a big football fan. Correct. <laughs> so so what what are the things that you do like to do? What are the things that you do enjoy? Um, I mean, something I really love is singing. Like I've kind of been singing, I guess, my entire life. Um, and when I was in middle school, I was in choir. Um, but then I dropped out of choir because I just didn't like how like choir was formatted. I just kind of like to sing on my own. Gotcha. Um, and then I think after a couple years of like coming to Cornerstone here, I auditioned and joined our worship team. Okay, so so you're a big music person. You love to yeah. sing. Awesome. So have you been just f- following the um, incredible wave of? Taylor Swift taking over the NFL. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I keep seeing that and it's just so funny to me because everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's going to write her next breakup song about him. <laughs> and it's just like really funny to me because I feel like that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's really funny to Kylie. It's just really annoying to most football fans. Who like, I just want to <laughs> watch football. I don't care at all about Taylor Swift. Like, I just want to watch football, and she's everywhere. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's besides. Well, the, okay, well, no, you got something okay. to say? Go, go for it. What well, you got? No, I think it's really funny for me because so um, my dad and my stepmom are really big Kansas City Chiefs fans, okay. and because my stepmom is from Kansas City, so like she gotcha. grew up there, and that kind of just got put into me a little bit. So I'm just like watching it go down with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. <laughs> Okay, okay, so now y'all know Kylie's take, and uh, it's obviously a little bit different than mine, but it's okay, it's okay, we can get through that, you know, I still love you with the love of Christ and muster up enough grace to forgive you um, for thinking it's just really funny. Um, Anyway, today, Kylie, we wanted to get into a really cool conversation. Yeah. we're going to be done for right now talking about football and singing and everything. And Taylor that, Swift. And Taylor Swift and everything like that. Today, what I want to talk about is the fruit of the Spirit. Yep. And I thought this would be a great conversation to have with you and to bring you in on this conversation, uh, to, to have this conversation with me for a couple of reasons. One, I didn't actually know this when I picked this topic, but you actually told me, just told me like, a few minutes ago, yep. <laughs> right before we started recording, that you've actually been studying the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, I've been. I um, have to pick like one and like study and kind of preach a message on it on Monday. So, well, there you go. So the Lord was just preparing this already. Uh, but two, I wanted to talk about it because I think that when I think about you, when I look at you, I think that you 
have really exemplified uh, a lot of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Um, I think that that you're somebody who has has really attempted and asked the Lord to help you work on the fruit of the Spirit in your life. And so I wanted just to kind of talk with you a little bit about the fruit of the Spirit, about what it means to live a life empowered by the Spirit. Uh, and then you told me that you're preaching about it on Monday. So I'm curious, Kylie, why don't you share with us what what fruit of the Spirit you picked, why you picked it, and maybe like just a little nugget from what you're going to share about on Monday. Yeah, so um, the fruit of the Spirit that I um, picked, I had initially picked to preach on joy. It's a great one. Um, but I kind of just got like peace laid on my heart like a couple days ago. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just preach on peace now. Wait, so you got peace laid on your heart, like peace, yes, you should preach about joy, or peace, no, you should preach about peace. Peace, I should preach about peace. So you actually got... <laughs> anxious or or no peace about preaching about joy. Yeah. So you should preach about peace. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm following now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have just kind of started like typing out my message for that. And um, right now I'm just kind of digging into what peace means and like what peace looks like. And I kind of just started by going through the Bible and finding like a bunch of like all the mentions of the word peace. I like went to the back of my Bible and I looked up the word peace and I just like looked through all the mentions of it. And there were a couple of verses that like I picked out that I wanted to kind of study more. And yeah, I've just kind of been looking up like what the word peace means and um, what it looks like to live with peace. Yeah. Man, that's really good. What do you think is one of the biggest things that you've learned? Because I love that you talked about this. And I actually have been preaching about this on Sunday morning in it with our youth team about how to actually study the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said, well, I was doing a study about peace. So I, I went to the concordance in the back of the Bible. Like I looked up this word peace and I've just been studying what that word means. What is one thing that you feel like, Kylie, you've really learned uh, doing this study or something that you've learned about? peace or about the fruit of the spirit? Yeah. So I feel like when you try and think of the definition of peace yourself, you're kind of like, okay, peace means peace. Like <laughs> It just seems so simple. But then like I looked up the word and it's just kind of, it, there were like a bunch of different definitions for it. And it was just like, you know, um, living without anxiousness or worry or without, um, kind of like bad things happening, like being tranquil and like comfortable with where you're at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the greatest things about, I think about the fruit of the spirit and and really living a spirit empowered life, Kylie, is that you can exhibit the fruit of the spirit while being, um, let's see, what's the word I want to use here? Well, while living in, um, a world of chaos mm-hmm. or while living in uh, a world that is contrary to the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. You can still live a life that exudes or exhibits uh, the fruit of the spirit. I just like that word exude. Um, <clears throat> but you can still live a life of peace even if you're living in a world of chaos. You yeah. can still have joy even if you're living in a world of depression. 
uh, or depravity. You can still have love even if you're living in a world full of fear, right? So we can we can still have the fruit of the spirit even if the situation seems like it wouldn't call for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, like, right before you came in, in the impact room to get me, I um, I was just, like, looking through and I'm like, okay, well, what's kind of an example in the Bible of when someone, like, didn't have peace in the middle of a storm? And I thought immediately thought of Peter walking on the water. Yeah. And so I just, like, kind of started diving through. I just got the verse and um, just, like, wrote it out. And, I mean, like— Jesus called Peter to walk on the water and Peter starts doing it. He starts he starts going for it. And then he notices the storm storms that are coming in. And he like he falls yeah. immediately. And I mean if Peter hadn't paid attention to those storms, if he had kind of just like kept looking only to Jesus, he probably would have kept walking on the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's super good. I love that. And I wanted to read, maybe for some of our listeners out there, maybe you're not super familiar with the fruit of the Spirit that Paul talks about in Galatians 5. I just wanted to read, Kylie, a passage here from Galatians 5. Mm -hmm. And most people, when they talk about the fruit of the Spirit, they go to Galatians 5.22, right? That's kind of the famous passage. I'm actually, I want to start and read Galatians 5.13 first. Okay. All right, because I, I love because that's really where Paul starts to talk about living a life led by the Spirit of God is actually back in Galatians five thirteen, not starting in verse twenty two. So he says, "You brothers and sisters were called to be free. Do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love." And then he, I'm going to jump down to verse. Uh, let you see here, verse 18. And I, I encourage you to, if you're listening, to read the whole thing. But, um, <clears throat> well, actually, let's go to verse 17. We'll start in verse, I'm going to start back on verse 17. And it says, for the, desire, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with one another, so that you, who, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit... You are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, uh, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. And I just love that Paul is like, he's almost like doing a compare and contrast here. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's people who live their life led uh, led by the flesh and people who live their life led by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And... It should be pretty obvious to tell if you're living led by the flesh or led by the spirit. Yeah. And I think, Kylie, something that's really, really important is to understand that if I want to live my life led by the spirit, I have to make a decision every single day to do that. Mm -hmm. Because our natural tendency is to live by the flesh. 
Mm-hmm. That's why it's called, you know, the flesh, because it's it's just it's who we are. We, yeah. We're naturally going to want to default. Our default positions as humans after the fall, as adult humans after the fall, our default switch is live by the flesh. Mm-hmm. And so Paul is saying, if you want to be led by the Spirit, you have to you have to bury that default switch. You have to you have to crucify it with Christ. You have to wake up every day making a decision to live led by the Spirit. And but then he said, when you do, like if you read those two lists, man, I. I don't know anybody who's going to be like, yeah, I actually want to be the first list. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to pretty much every person that you you talk to wants to have those those fruits of the spirit, wants to be that second list. But you can only truly get that and you can and, and only get it in a way that lasts when you're led by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, because Kyle, let's be honest, you you can have people who are loving. Yep. who are kind, who are gracious and patient, who don't know Jesus, mm-hmm. who aren't led by the Spirit. But eventually, that's going to run out. Right. Eventually, the patience runs out. Eventually, the love runs out. The kindness runs out because it's only fueled by, usually by their situation. It's only fueled by their their own flesh. It's not fueled by the, fruit, by the, by the Spirit of God. And so... That that fuel is eventually going to run out, but when right. you're ser- when you're living in the Spirit of God, being led by the Spirit of God, you have a source that is sustainable throughout eternity. Mm-hmm. That's the source I want to be plugged into. Right. Yeah. And so many people will like be led by their circumstances and what's going on in their current moment. Mm, that's good. And I mean, that's not what we're called to do. I think of Paul. Like there were so many times when. Paul was being persecuted. Yeah. I mean, he was in jail and he still was writing letters. He was still trying to pre- preach the gospel from where he was. And he was still choosing to have that joy and live for Christ where he was. He wasn't basing it off of his circumstances. Yeah, that's super good. Kylie, do you feel like there's ever been a moment or a circumstance in your life that that may didn't go the way that you wanted or the way that you planned? But, oh, yeah. But you were able to still live by the fruit of the spirit because you were being spirit led, not led by the the flesh? Yeah, I think it's, I it's definitely difficult. There are like definitely moments where I'm like, Ooh, I'm not doing that right. And like yeah. have to t- rewind and like reevaluate. But I mean, there's also like conviction that kind of comes with that, that helps you kind of catch like, Ooh, I'm not doing this right. And yeah, it, it's very hard to choose to live that way. Yeah. Especially when your circumstances aren't easy. Yeah. It's easy to um, choose joy when everything's going great. Right. But when you're like struggling, you're like, I don't want to be happy right now. I don't want to choose joy right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're just about out of time. We're going to wrap this thing up. But before we do, Kylie, I wanted to ask you if you could give our audience one piece of advice. Uh, maybe it's from the Bible. Maybe it's just something you've experienced uh what is and then there you're trying to live coming from somebody who's trying to live a spirit-led life. Mm-hmm. If you could tell people one thing, what would you tell them about being led by the Spirit and living with with the fruit of the Spirit in your life? Yeah. So I have like just really had something on my heart for the past couple of weeks, and it's just been run the race with perseverance. Mm, and I just think that. You know, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you're going through, just keep running that race with perseverance. Keep having that fruit of the Spirit in your life. Keep listening to the voice of God. Keep pressing in and pressing on 
towards him. And I mean, it won't be easy, but in the end, it's something that is just so beautiful and it's so worth it. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said. It's even backed up in the Bible in James 1. Mm -hmm. James 1 says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. What? That doesn't make any sense. That's backwards. (laughs) That's living by the fruit of the Spirit, not by the fruit of your flesh. And then now he gives us a why. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, Mm -hmm. which you just talked about, Kylie. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything. So there it is. There you have it. If you want to live that spirit-led life, a key component to it is running your race with perseverance. Obviously, it starts with surrender. It starts with saying, Jesus, you come have your way. Uh, But then you have to continue every single day, like you said, to make that decision every single, okay, today I'm going to persevere. Today I'm going to press on. Today I'm going to run my race. And that comes down to a daily decision. Um, which which is so so good. Well, guys, I hope you have uh, enjoyed this this little bonus episode with uh, Kylie coming on with me. Kylie, I hope you had a good time on yeah. your first ever CY and YA podcast. Um, we're gonna be wrapping it up here in just a second, but I want to encourage you guys to uh, make sure that you are living by the fruit of the spirit today. And no, it's not a coconut or a pineapple. <laughs> it is love, joy, peace patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.